From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, let's get right into it. The Ring Podcast with Ranger Proud, a live look in episode versus the World Champs or the Stanley Cup of Champs, uh, the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Right now, the Blue Shirt is down one nothing uh, to the uh, to the to the Avs. So let's bring on RP. We'll bring on Scott. We'll bring on Glenn because we're going to be on here for like thirty minutes. Probably be part of the second period. Uh, so we can watch the rest of this game because Ranger Proud. Good shout out to RP, of course. Good call on not making this a post game, man, because this game probably would have went in well past 11 knowing this uh, ESPN, man. What's up, RP, uh, Forever Blue Shirts and Empire uh, Sports Media, man? And on that lethal power play by Colorado, man, uh, the Rangers, uh, let's talk about it, and we'll get Scott and Glenn. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Steve? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing pretty good, you know. It's uh, the Colorado Avalanche game, and they're playing against a Ranger team that just doesn't play good defense right now. And what did Colorado have? 18 shots on goal that period? Way, mm-hmm. way too many scoring opportunities against a, you know, a high-powered scoring offense like Colorado. It's been the the conversation that we've had for the last couple of weeks on the show there. For whatever reason, they're just not playing good defense at all. And now that's beginning, I think, to affect their offense. So it, it's something they got to address. I'm not quite sure what it is but it, it's something they really have to look at. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Let's get uh, Scott on and Glenn. What's up, Scott? How you doing? Say hello real quick. If he's there. Hey, good uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, and it's a little different, uh, little different tone to the call than it was last week, but, uh, you know, they laid two eggs in a row. I mean, you can have one, sure, uh, you know, we, we use the term trap game. We knew that was coming, but uh, two in a row is kind of inexcusable. And it's a shame that uh, I, I, don't really, I don't know if you can use the term must-win game uh, at this point in the season. Maybe that's a stretch, but they really got to show up better uh, than they have been, especially with uh, on, the, on the grand stage here tonight with, the, with Colorado. And they weren't terrible, I don't think. Uh, Colorado was definitely a little better. Uh, and that second power play, as ridiculous of a call as that was, I think they, uh, I think that galvanized them a little bit. They, uh, right, right when they killed that off, uh, now granted, they only had about two, two and a half minutes to go, but uh, they definitely had, a, I noticed, a better pep in their step uh, after that penalty uh, than they did before that. I think uh, I think they kind of rallied behind that, uh, you know, terrible call as, you know, it's, uh, something to light a fire under them. And I, and I believe they're going to start the period with a with a power play. So now we'll we'll get to see if the Rangers can take over because they definitely showed a couple signs late of, uh, of wanting to get in the game. So hopefully they can build on that. Cool, man. Shout out to Scott. Thank you very much. Glenn, hey, hello. How you doing? I'm doing good, watching the game uh, along with you guys. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I actually thought the Rangers were starting to play a little bit better before that bogus penalty, maybe a couple minutes before. I mean, they had two shots on goal halfway through the first period. They wound up with 10. Um, obviously, 18 is too much to give up. They're still having some uh, defensive breakdowns. I thought on that Colorado power play, there were a couple of opportunities uh, uh, where they lost puck battles. 
and uh, the puck stayed in their zone. And a team like Colorado, much like the Ranger power play, uh, they can sit in your zone for two minutes if you let them. So if you do get an opportunity, a 50-50 shot to clear the puck, you know, you got to do it. And we saw on the first power play, uh, that came back to bite them. Uh, second one, I, I agree with Scott. I thought, you know, they, they played with a little more pep and energy, killing that second penalty and for the last couple of minutes. So, um, you know, I'm hoping they can carry that through. Starting off with a, a power play in the second period is great. Uh, and then maybe they can uh, get themselves rolling. Shout out to Glenn. Thank you very much. RP, we'll go back to you. Uh, Gorkiev, uh returns against his former team. He's uh, the, the goalie with the, with the Stanley Cup champions, and I know he's pretty much excited uh, to be uh, going up against Shesterkin, who's on the opposite end uh, on the other net. Uh, guys hit on a great points uh, the first period so far. Uh, I thought the Rangers were playing a little bit of a step behind, and I agree with that. Uh, just Colorado's a fine – they're just pretty much a fine-tuned oil machine – but it's not just about that. I don't even know if you could believe in two trap games because they were kind of flat versus the Sharks, and they were really dead against the Blue Jackets. So and it's, I'm not saying this may be a must win like what Scott was saying, but yeah, they got to play a little bit cleaner. No, that Sunday game was terrible. I didn't know what to expect with that. Uh, with the turnover, with Zach Jones to set up the first goal, Halak uh, uh, giving up a cheap one underneath the shoulder. and It's like they played kind of dead on Sunday. And fast forward to tonight, you think they would probably be up for it with more tighter defense uh, and being crisper shifts, uh, like Kratzoff, uh, losing the puck, coming into the offensive zone. But, RP, what are your thoughts on not what, just, what you're seeing tonight through one period, but also going back to Sunday versus the Blue Jackets and also allowing the Sharks to get their first win against us? I didn't expect that to happen. Nah, yeah, and Scott's right. It's a whole different oh, yeah. tone a week later. You, you had to figure the Sharks were going to win sometime, right? I mean, they were, were going to go in with this. Unfortunately, against us, the Rangers, uh, <laughs> against the, us, <laughs> yeah, it was all set up with David Quinn coming here. To, come on, did we not think it was either going to be a, a really tough game the way it was? And, and they played probably the worst period of hockey in that third period than they've ever played on the Galantis head coach. That was just a horrendous period. They, they were lucky to get the tie, uh, the, the overtime point that, that they really didn't deserve it. So uh, with, with regards to the Columbus game, I tell you how bad that game was. The Arizona Coyotes are beating them four nothing right now. That, that's how bad things are. How they lost that game and the way they lost that game was just horrendous. Halak did take responsibility for playing a real shit game, and, and most agreed. But as a unit, they're just not playing good defense. And you know, it, it's not just when we say they're not playing good defense. It's not the six guys on the blue line, though some of them are having their issues. It's, it's a five-man unit. And I, I tell you, the, the third and fourth line are just not working. It, it, just, it really hurts not to have Heedle in the lineup. And he brings so much to the game. He brings so much speed. He's smart. He, he's strong on the puck. And when you lose that, it, it changes the whole dynamic. Even though Barkley Goudreau is a good center, it, and it's not. You know, he's been playing wing and center, obviously. But you really – missing Heedle out there on the ice. And this game, you know, Kraftskov's not playing well. Uh, I, I don't think – I'm not just a big fan of Sammy Blaze this year. He just doesn't seem – and you can't even say he was the same as last year because we had such a small sample of what Sammy Blaze could do or play. Excuse me. 
um, before we got hurt last year. So, you know, in, in essence, we're still feeling out that trade between the Rangers and the Blues that sent Uchinevich the other way. I don't know if this is how Blaze normally plays. I don't know if the beginning of last season he had that adrenaline and that and that jump. But the bottom six is hurting, I, I think, the team a lot. I think the top three, two lines are pressing way too much. I think Zivanagat's trying to play too fast and he's over skating the puck. Um, there's so many variables of, of problems right now. K. Andre Miller just seemed to flatten out after the, the early start that he had. <laughs> let's let's be realistic. If you're gonna sit Zach Jones every time he makes a bad pass or a couple of mistakes, then why did he even bother keeping him up? Because to keep putting Hayek into Jones, it's still as bad as Jones is playing. It's still a downgrade. You see the way he's playing tonight. It's he's, that pair. They're not gonna get that much ice time if the game if the Rangers got to keep playing from behind. You know. This whole thought of we don't want to put Hayek on waivers who are going to lose them, would have that been – I think it would have been worse or it was worse to lose Tenorti than to lose Hayek. Or not putting Hayek on waivers and then we lose Dryden Hunt. Even though they're at different positions, he still would be here with the team and the Rangers could use a player like Dryden Hunt right now. So there's a lot going on. And, you know, we were saying before it's correctable and all, but now it seems to be – if you include two games in one period, the same problems. And it's hard to correct that when you have a 22-man roster, when your choices on the blue line right now are either Hayek or Jones. It's going to be a problem that's going to get worse before it gets better, and we didn't expect that coming into this year. But it seems that the Rangers, I don't want to say on trying, but their work ethic is different than it was last season. They don't seem to be as disciplined so far as they were last season. You know, we, we know they were struggling five-on-five five this year to begin with when, when the year started, and, and that problem just continued. So there, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of guys squeezing a stick a little too much. I don't think this is a, a must-win, but you have to look at it from the other standpoint, a back, another game tomorrow night against the Islanders, and then another set of back-to-backs this weekend. The, the Rangers can't just keep losing points and, and – not getting wins. So, you know, there's still two periods to go here. As great and as fast as Colorado looks, it's still only one nothing on a power play goal. But let's stop toying and playing with the devil because eventually he's going to bite us in the ass. Right. Yeah, we got to accumulate two-point wins at home, especially in a short stretch, man. So let's go to uh, get Scott and get his thoughts and then go to Glenn. Scott, anything you'd like to add from uh, the Shark game, uh, the overtime loss, and also uh, the meltdown on Sunday? With Columbus just putting it on us. What were your thoughts? That game you were Yes, I was going to say, not not exactly the way I wanted to make my garden debut, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, that was not uh, a pretty game at all. Um, They were were just terrible. And, uh, you you know, this could be the game where they're, you know, where the Rangers 
play a great game and, and then ended up losing, you know, maybe two to one or whatnot, uh, which under normal circumstances you, you could be happy with, you, you know, going toe to toe and just coming up short against uh, the cup champs. I could live with that, but they put themselves in a situation because of the last two games where that is no longer acceptable for the evening. And like the, uh, everyone's saying, yes, they got to come out. They got to start getting points. I think it's, you know, you know, two stinkers in a row. There's re- you really, if you're going to be a Stanley cup contender, you're allowed a stinker, but you, you, you're not supposed to have two in a row, especially at home. However, we still are within the first 10 games of the year. There's something to be said for that. Uh, so I'm not going to you know hit the panic button yet. But, uh, yeah, especially with the Islanders tomorrow, uh, you know, they can't go into that game on a three-game losing streak. That's just terrifying. Uh, you know, and obviously the Islanders and their awful fans will uh, will use that as ammo. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that, that all the more reason why uh, why tonight is important, and, and you don't want that uh, hanging over their heads. Um, you know, if they go in with a three three game losing streak to the Islanders, then uh, you know, for the, for the guys, most of these guys have been through the Rangers Islanders games. They understand how uh, you know playoff like it is. Uh, you got some guys that haven't. Um, so you know, there's enough pressure and enough. Uh, you know, fire in just a Rangers Islanders game, period. Uh, you don't want that uh, weighing on their heads that they're also trying to snap a three game losing streak. So, um, you know, power play here, unsuccessful start, but, uh, uh, you know, the, the Rangers, you know, it's one nothing, big deal. Uh, you know, the, the Rangers got to get out of this with two points. They just have to. All right. All right. Glenn, what are your thoughts on this game? And then what surprised you versus San Jose and uh, Columbus? Uh, and now headed now fast forward uh, as far as tonight. Uh, I, I would say we were kind of outplayed, but it's still less than forty minutes of game time to go. So, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we we talked last week as we were getting toward the end about um, how how you really lament uh, losing points to teams that you should beat. How how the Rangers last year. You know, let points get away early in the season from teams like the Devils and Buffalo and all that. And, um, you know, I'll go backwards. I mean, yeah, you want to win tonight. You you at least want to walk out of the building feeling good about yourself. But I'll go backwards and say the last two games against Columbus and San Jose were must wins. Um, You know, when we signed up Tuesday, uh, off on Tuesday, you know, I, I was looking at this game and saying, all right, you know, we, we beat Columbus, we beat San Jose. If we lose to, to Colorado, then, you know, okay, it's not that big of a deal. And then to see what I saw, uh, especially in the third period and, and the whole uh, Columbus game in the third period of San Jose, uh, I mean, that game against Columbus was unwatchable. Uh, and I haven't said that about them in a long time. So, you know, they – I mean, I, I don't know what got into them. We we left last week not having too many problems with them and uh, feeling pretty good, and then they gave us some reasons to complain. Uh, and, and I think those two games, you know, you got four more points. Uh, you know, you're, you're whatever they would be at this point, I guess uh, five, one, and one at that point. Then you lose tonight, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, we we played well. They're the, they're the champs, and, you know, we'll, we'll get them next time. But – um, you know, they can't keep letting these points get away because uh, we know how tight it gets at the end of the season. We're always talking about in April how, uh, you know, two more points, four more points, um, you know, and, and they're doing this again for no reason. I, and, and I agree that uh, 
uh, I think it was RP that said they just don't seem to be playing with the urgency uh, that they did last year. Um, and, uh, you know, tonight I don't think they played that bad. I mean, you know, if they played as bad as they did against uh, Columbus, they'd be losing 6 nothing right now. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I think that, like I said, toward the end of that uh, first period, I thought they were playing a little bit better. The shots are getting a little closer. Um, so uh, hopefully uh, – you know, they can uh, pick it up here tonight because with with Georgiev, too, I mean, you know how bad he wants to win this game. Uh, mm-hmm. And they've got to find a way to get the puck in the Colorado zone, some puck possession, win some battles, get some shots on him. You get him to give up a goal or two and maybe a bad one. We, we know how he lets things get in his head. Um, and, and I think that's what they need to do. They need to find a way to, to pressure in the Colorado zone, get more shots on Georgiev, and up oh, here's one right now. Another great save. Um, so uh, I think that's the key here. They got to start getting shots on Georgiev, and I think they know that because you know we we know how he can be. So that's kind of what I'm looking for the rest of the way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, get a lot of pressure on Georgiev. We know he cracks under a lot of shot on t- shot of goal attempts, and the Lafreniere line has been really pushing it. Uh, as of the last couple of minutes with Panarin uh-huh. as well. Uh, they've been putting a lot of good pressure. That's what they need to do. Um, it seemed like, uh, I'll go back to RP, they seemed like ever since they took the lead in the San Jose game, they kind of put the, the skate off the pedal because yeah. allowing San Jose to get confident and stay in that game. And I, I could even imagine, RP, I didn't go on Twitter that night, I could imagine how furious you would have been, or Ranger fans, how San Jose dominated within a short stretch of time on that, you know, the overtime session. The Rangers never Rangers never even got into the neutral zone after the puck was dropped on the faceoff. It it just it was just bad from the start and then it just carried over into Sunday. I don't I don't even know what that was. Like it was just bad passing, bad defense. I that's probably the worst game played in the regular season under Gallant. Uh, on Sunday, yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you, RP. I, I didn't. Even, I expected four points. Uh, I'm a little shocked. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I expected four points going into this game. Oh, wow. Like, you can't leave points on the table. But I mean, it's still a lot of hockey left. But it, it is disappointing to watch. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, uh, as we're watching this uh, game, uh, the defenseman you were mentioning, as far as uh, uh. You know, you know Zach Jones situation with Hayek. I, I, I mean, all valid. I agree with you. You know, you just got to play smarter. Like certain passes, you should not do. It was dangerous passes, low risk. I mean, low um, uh, attempt passes that's setting up transitioning out of the way and then giving up bad goals with the backup goalie. I get it, but you know, you got to play with a sense of urgency. I, I hope the Rangers have enough game tonight, RP, to play with a sense of urgency. And if anything, you like to add, uh, I see a little bit better better pressure right now with Lafreniere trying to attack Gorgiev, but what are your thoughts? Oh, I agree with everything you said there. You know, right now they're making Gorgiev look like Ken Dryden out there. He's, he he looks as confident as we've seen Gorgiev play in the five years with the when he's with the Rangers. You know, uh, the Trocheck line is, is probably the Rangers' best line right now. And, you know, there's only so much that you can play and you can't, you know, can't start double shifting them or putting them out there every other shift in, in the middle of the second period. Uh, Zibanejo's line, you got to pick it up. You know, Goodrow and Kraftstoff in, in D.C., they, you know, they have to find a way to generate some offense or at least keep Colorado out of our end. And, you know, it's, it's the same thing that we've been saying. It's just structurally the team is just not sound right now. And, you know, 
A lot of it has to do with the defense. A lot of it has to do with uh, a bottom six that's just not playing up to the same level as their opposition. And when that happens, it's hard. And then to top it off, you, you look at the San Jose game, you look at the Columbus game, and we're just not scoring five on five. And then you come into a game like this when you know a team is struggling five on five, you're playing against the number one power play in the league, and it all equals a tough night. So here they're, they're working harder, it looks like, in this period, early into the period. But, you know, they have to find a way to, to get through goal give and, and start putting some pucks in the net. Because he's tried to get into a shootout, and Colorado's got a light job. They just have way too much offensive power to to compete with that. So they have to keep their defensive structure intact. And, you know, I, personally, I think a lot of guys are slumping. I don't think Adam Fox is playing his best hockey at all. He seems to be struggling. I said before, Kendra Miller has been pretty quiet. So, you know, when those two guys are, are struggling, you know you're in trouble. And with that, it's just everything else. It's like quicksand. Everything just seems to be going not in a total meltdown or downward spiral, but every little mistake the Rangers make, it seems that the opposition capitalizes. You know, when you know you're really in trouble, you can't score on everything you do wrong. They score or get a good scoring chance. It's, it's quite difficult to come out of, but they have the team – and the character on the team to do that, but, you know, when? Like you guys said, these, these are home games. You're, you're missing out on way too many points that when the end of the season comes, you're going to look back and go, wow, you know, two points to San Jose, well, one point to San Jose lost. We, we lost the, a point to Columbus, two points to Columbus. It's, it's going to start piling up, and the season's only going to get harder. You know, will Drury have to make a trade? I absolutely think he needs to bring in a veteran defenseman. You can't wait until free agency. Mm-hmm. You can't wait till mid-March. I mean, it's four months away. You, you have to do it now. And that means it's going to cost someone on the roster. It's going to cost someone down in the minors. Their cap space is limiting them to make any recalls. You know, you would like to think maybe they bring up a Matthew Robinson or, or, or someone else that can give, give a break or – you know, maybe you want to sit one game Hayek and Jones and bring someone up, but you just don't have anybody. So in the team and, and the fans all knew this going into this season because of a, a real salary cap crunch, the Rangers aren't going to have that luxury. So they're going to have to try to work it out with the 22 they got. Yeah, I totally agree on the veteran defenseman that we definitely need to make that move. So it's coming. So I think from between now – and that happens before the deadline, RP. I'm going to get you some names. I'm going to let you see if you approve or disapprove the guys. I'll throw at you the same with probably Glenn and Scott. Uh, we had the conversation last year when we make the move. But the difference this year is we are ready to win now, despite the little sluggish couple of mm-hmm. home games. But let's uh, get final thoughts for everybody so we can get back to this game. If you're out of time, ESPN puts this game up. It's going to be going on midnight, how they milk this shit. So, uh, Scott, <laughs> let's go to you, get some final thoughts. And a great episode with you and Patrick, man, on that last uh, uh, the face-off hockey podcast with, you know, with the Habs and, the, uh, and of course, our squad. And, uh, you know, going into that episode, we were looking really optimistic, uh, from your words, of course. But since then, whoo. <laughs> uh, I definitely am looking forward to the conversation that way. But uh, your final thoughts, Scott, and then anything else you want to come through with the uh, news and announcements? Then we go to Glenn, and of course get RP on his stuff. Uh, yeah, we, um, you know, you know, the getting was still good by Thursday, so I was very, uh, you know, very excited uh, amongst the two, and 
Uh, he's somewhat satisfied with his uh, Habs two and two start, but um, yeah, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting today. As a matter of fact, he uh, he made a post that uh, Carey Price in his prime is was the best goaltender of all time. So I can't wait to just <laughs> absolutely shred him for that. Uh, we'll start off with, dude, he's not even the best goalie in your franchise's history, let alone the rest of the league. So, uh, no, yeah. don't worry. I'm, sharp, I'm sharpening my claws for that one. Uh, he's still not over the Kreider thing because uh, he thinks that he has not been the same. He's got a point. He does have a point. He has not been the same. Yeah, he's had some you know, great years, but he just couldn't keep the knee healthy. Uh, so he he does he does have a point there with his Kreider hate. That's a different kind of Kreider hate than I had <laughs> over the years. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, I guess uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll defer to someone else. That's all I got. All right, cool, man. Shout out to Scott. Uh, Glenn, your final thoughts uh, as we uh, uh, in this mid midpoint of this game uh, right now in wow. session. Yeah, I mean, I'll throw out one point real quick. RP talked about a couple of guys that aren't really playing up to their standard right now. Maybe Keandre and uh, also uh, Adam Fox for sure. I think. Uh, ooh, great game saved by Igor. Um, and I throw Kreider in there too. Uh, I mean, there have been games where. I, I thought he's been pretty invisible. Now, I don't know if teams are just doing a better job uh, in front of the net, boxing him out. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of the magic that he had last year has yet to appear this year. So he's another one that I would expect to kind of pick up the pace as well. Um, as far as these games, though, you know, I'm, I'm not going to panic six, seven games into the season. But uh, And also it's hard to call a must-win against the Stanley Cup champions in October. But – it would be great if they could at least come away with a point here because, uh, as as Scott pointed out, we got the Islanders and we got back-to-back over the weekend. They can't afford to let this spiral. Um, you know, last year they got off to, what, something like a 13-3-1 start. And, uh, you know, we saw how that carried them through the entire season. Um, you know, you don't want to be looking when we come back on next Tuesday at uh, something like 3-5-1 and one or – three, six and one, whatever it might be. Uh, you don't want to start digging out of that hole early. So uh, they got to find a way to, to, uh, you know, just recapture uh, their abilities and, uh, you know, just, just play better, play faster, play with more uh, determination and, and urgency, I think, because, uh, you know, the defense hasn't been that great, but it almost seems like in some of these games they're, they're backing off. Uh, you know, and a little too concerned about defense, and then they're not playing what defensively uh, as well as they should anyway. So, um, you know, that's what I would say. Just going into next week, they can't afford to let this spiral. They got to stop this right now uh, because the the Metropolitan Division is uh, is too good. We talked about some of the teams that are uh, getting better in the division uh, and also in the conference. Um, do I think they're in danger of not making the playoffs? No. I'm not going to panic on October 25th, but uh, I think they need to put a stop to this now. So we'll see what we uh, get the rest of this game and uh, through through next week. Right on. Shout out to Glenn. Thank you very much. And I know Shesterkin keeping us in it. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you guys saw that save. But, RP, let's yep. close this yeah, out, yeah. man. I like your final thoughts, articles, and uh, topics coming down the pipe from Forever Blue Shirts and Pirate Sports Media or Ranger Proud Facebook fan page. I'm sure he'll be saying something about the defensemen in the near future if they keep this up. And they get kind of easier to write about. Um, 
you know, keep following Ranger Proud on Twitter and Facebook and on Instagram. I've been posting a little bit more. And, you know, like you said, it, it's not a cause to panic, but it's a, it, it's a cause to correct. You know, the Rangers can't let things linger on. I, I think, and I have to double-check if I think last season, in the regular season, the Rangers only had one three-game losing streak. Uh, I'm not sure, but I think that's right. And they're almost, you know, they don't find a way to win this game. They'll be at three now. So they need to go back to what they were doing last year when they were digging and grinding every play and not sort of expecting if Carter's in front of that that the puck's going to go in if he deflects it. Because last year he relatively – he made it look like it was, I don't want to say so easy, but it appeared, you know, he had that touch last year and, and things were going that way. And now this year, like we said, he he seems invisible, which he had done in his previous five, six years with the Rangers. He can't afford to have those invisible days. Um, I don't think it's as bad as that right now, but he needs to stay on on top of his game like the rest of the players do. But here we are. I don't even think they're halfway through the second period. Colorado's already got 26 shots on that. It's just way too much. They're, they're going to get 38, 40 shots easily tonight. And that that's just way too many, especially on a powerhouse team like this. You're just toying with them to score goals. So they killed off another power play, which is great. The Avalanche one to three now. Now you hopefully they can build off that momentum and get a you know get the puck into their end a little bit more. Let's tilt the ice the other way and uh, try to get a goal. And once one will come, hopefully you'll see two, three come against them and, and we'll start to even us out. Shout out to RP Ranger Proud. I tried to avoid the Kreider critique, but you guys point out the <laughs> elephant in the room, and yeah, it's almost really. like. He was playing for it was almost like he was playing for the C last year, and when they gave it the Truba, he's like, "Fuck it, yeah. we haven't seen shit yeah. since that." So I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm not, I'm not going that route. All I'm saying is trying to connect the dots. What happened from that to this mm-hmm. offensively for Kreider? That's that's a cause of concern. Mm-hmm. I I can't help but to speculate that might have something to do with it. It can't just all be everybody got this game tape on Kreider. No, no, no. I mean, but even with that said, even what he did last year, I didn't even think if he was to play to his potential, he could have duplicated that. But but there's mm-hmm. still something missing. But it's not just him; it's everybody else. But we'll we'll pick up the conversation next Tuesday. Who we got next Tuesday? Oh no 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 no! We got uh we got a nine o'clock. We'll be back at nine o'clock. We'll be in between in between uh in between get. No 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 no! We got Philly. No, I'm sorry, I take that back. Philadelphia, the Flyers at home. 7 o'clock game, so we'll have a post game. We'll be out here after the game. Not, it's not an ESPN game, thank God. All right, RP, Scott, Glenn, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, live looking versus the Avalanche. Let's, let's go, Rangers. Pick it up, fellas. Blee blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?